What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Quiet Part Loud podcast. Today's episode is a little different. I'm sitting down with a friend of mine, a guy I used to work with, uh, who's a big film buff, big movie enthusiast like I am, and I've wanted to bring a movie podcast to life, just didn't really know how to do it or if I should do it with someone else, but I thought this guy uh, was a was a really great companion to do it with. So um, we sat down, we had a few beers, and we covered everything from Uncut Gems to Paul Newman to the coronavirus and, and everything else in between. We had a great time doing it. We'll probably do it about once a month. So I hope you guys enjoy listening to it. Shut up and sit down. They say one, one death is a tragedy. A million deaths is a statistic. So when you've, so when you've got... I've never heard that. So when you've got... That's serious. Right? So when you hear one person has died of the coronavirus, people are like, oh, fuck. Is the, is the coronavirus, right? Why, what I'm thinking of the coronavirus at the moment, right? Flu is, a, is, is shit, right? Flu in general is shit. People die from flu all the time. 12 right? to 65,000 people per right, year. Yeah. So yeah. It's the people die from flu all the time. But we know about flu. We have flu jabs. We have medicines. We Correct. have you know, antibiotics. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever you need to take certain... You can remedy of, it. You can remedy it. We have jabs when we're at school so we don't get the measles. Blah, blah, blah. We don't know the coronavirus yet. That's so right. the panic is because we're not set up for it. That's right. Right? It's, so, the, it's the unknown. That's, that's, that's the point. Yeah. Actually, it's just getting a cold. If I get the coronavirus tomorrow, right? Yeah. I should probably be all right because I'll go to the hospital and I'm, you know, 31 years old. Yeah, They'll yeah. fill me with a load of drugs. Yeah, say, look yeah. after yourself, quarantine yourself, drink, drink, you know, your cow smoothies. They won't give you anything. No, though. and you'll 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 be okay. Yeah, generally. If I was 70 years old, shit yourself. Yeah, right. So, but in five years' time, you know, like, so you were in Canada, I was in school here. Yeah. When I was at school, there was maybe two points during my senior school years and one during my primary school years. Well, you'd have to go off for a jab that was done at school. Yeah. It was like, this is your BCG, or yeah. whatever they call yeah, yeah, it. Or this is your measles, or whatever, you know. Yeah, we'll do the flu jab. We're all, we've, all, we've all been, you know, our kids have their jabs, yeah, right? that's right. So for the rest MMR, of our lives, MMR. we don't get the shit that was killing people in the 1700s. Yeah. Right? Um, it would just be a jab for, basically, there's going to be another thing for coronavirus, right? It yeah. now exists on our planet. It's shit. If it gets as big as it's going to get, that's it. So I don't get the panic. Okay. I do if you're old or young, mm. maybe, but I just don't want it. Hence, I got my hand sanitizer. Hundred percent. I got all this. Stuff. I'm the I'm the same way, right? Because like I'm a I'm a I'm a healthy guy. I, I don't think the coronavirus is gonna fucking kill me or any of that. You don't look it, right? No, no, no. Bit, bit fucking gone. Um, oh, it's good looking. <laughs> um, but I know I know the coronavirus ain't gonna kill me. Yeah. But I don't want it. Why? Because if I get it, chances are I'm going to give it to Andrea, right? Yeah. So my wife's going to get it. We've seen now human to animal, right? So it started as animal to human. And then it caught, and then it they lied about it in China as yeah, how bad yeah, it was. Yeah. And then it spread and got out of hand. And then it went to human to human. Now it's back to it's human to animal. Yeah. So if I get it, the dogs can get it. The dogs can get it. The cats can get the it. The wife can get it. 
She can't run. <laughs> the she, dogs can get it first. The wife can get it second. The cat. I love yeah. where the priorities come so in. So like, in that order. Firstly, in that order. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't listen in to. In that order, anything. stay away from me. Um, mm. But that means that she can't run her business, and if the dogs get it, they're likely to be put down. Yeah. Because there's no vaccine. There's no medicine for it. So it's not that I'm worried about dying from it. It's not that at all. It's I had swine flu when swine flu was around. Yeah. And that knocked the shit out of me. Made even worse by the fact that they gave me fucking Tamiflu for it. Was swine flu just again, like, it was just flu? Yeah, it was just like a really, really bad flu. Knocked me on my ass for, uh, I think, 14 days about. Right? I was a solid two Or where you were, like, seriously decapacitated. Where I couldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, Like, I was like, ugh. Like, just fucking shaking, right? It was... And, and like I said, the Tamiflu made it even worse, right? Because they didn't know what they were doing. They were yeah. just like, if you got it, take this, right? They didn't even qualify that it was swine flu or anything like that. They were just like, take Tamiflu. So I took a round of Tamiflu, and that almost fucking killed me. Like, that was really bad. But I got over it because I'm not 70. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Sit, sit, sit. But the difference with this coronavirus thing is the rate of infection is about 10 to 15 times worse it's going quicker than, than the normal flu that's this is uh, yeah the I'm mortality saying, yeah. rate per capita is actually way worse than the flu because the flu has a mortality rate of like something like 0.14% whereas the coronavirus currently because there's no medicine for it no vaccine for it is currently about 2.5% Okay, so whereas in a hundred people that got get the flu, like point one is gonna die, right? So you have to extrapolate that to like a thousand people before you get a result. But with the coronavirus, two and a half people out of a hundred are gonna die from it. Yeah, underlying conditions obviously contribute to this. Blah blah blah. But the point is, I just don't fucking want it. And what I've been saying on on previous shows is the fact that if the government has this plan of action in place, I don't feel very confident about that. Second, I don't feel very confident about people's general hygiene overall to self-contain this. Like, I was in, I was, I was in the toilet. I was in the toilet thirty minutes ago, and it was a guy didn't wash his hands. It's two thousand and twenty. What are we talking about here? It's 2020. You couldn't wash hands. Exactly. The tap was on. Yeah, another excuse. This pub. I love this pub. All my heart. There's only, there's only one thing. Twisty nozzles on the taps. No excuse for it anymore in a pub. Get the little push ones or the automatic yeah. ones. I'm sorry. Just but also, I don't want to touch if we've got a virus that's coming through, yeah. get some fucking hand sanitizer. Yep. I mean, I've got... On the table. I've got... I've got these. I got tattoo gloves. I saw your picture of your gloves. I'm not fucking... I'm not playing, dude. I don't want to touch your sex gloves. I'm not... I want nothing, I want nothing to do with it. I'm not playing, is my point, yeah. right? Because I'm not going to take precautions over other people's <laughs> lack of preparation or the government's lack of preparation. I'm just not. And so I was reading I was reading an article in uh, online. I was reading it online in the Times the other day. Uh, one of the doctors, whatever his name was... I was a doctor something. Remember, I don't remember. I was just reading the article. Um, he had treated. So this is when we were up to about twenty-five. Okay. In the country, so it was only like 
early mid days. last week, yeah, start yeah. last week. I was like. gonna say early days, but it For was us, like, it was a week ago. The week before last, it was like, oh, there are three people. Yeah, one's in Sheffield and one's in bloody Cornwall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, so he'd he'd seen two of the patients across some of the units, you know, you know, and stuff. And he was like, right, as it stands right now, at the rate we're moving at, we can we can deal with this. We can isolate the um, you know infected. And we can find out enough about where they've been, who they've been talking to, to isolate it enough so that we can sort this out. Yeah. Right? Here's the thing. When you get a pandemic, you know, and I'm doing the finger mm-hmm. signs, you know, um, it doesn't work like that. No, it, of course it, it doesn't. It wants to go as fast as it can go. Of course it does. So we are set for now how we're working. This works. We yeah. can take one, uh, two people every day, you know, whatever. Yeah. Ahead. What was it yesterday? Yesterday, they were 35 people in a day in the UK. So this is how it's gone. It, it, it's too quick. So basically what he was saying was, oh, we're actually set up to deal with pandemics. Most countries in the world do contingencies for situations like this. And, and emergencies. Ours covers us to about this rate. Yeah. Right? Which we were working at when we had about 20 people going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, 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 yeah. So, we're good on uh, that. Yeah. Like, okay, so we've actually got something in place, but yeah. it kind of sucks. Yeah. So It's good for a um, handful. Yeah, yeah, so that's what it is. <laughs> so it's not—it's not that it's good for a handful. It's good for a handful at a time, right? We can take it. Don't worry. Get them in there. Sort them out. We will get the research. Get them out. Uh, and that's what it's doing. We can't deal with the rate that it's starting to go at. But the problem is, you don't deal with pandemics like that. Just keep the old people at home and keep the kids out of school. Well, this is what I, this is what I said. How many, what, we know enough about we you, between you and I. We know enough about VR schooling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AR yeah, yeah. schooling. You can learn we, remotely. Yeah, you, you can, can learn do almost anything remotely. Yeah. We won't get into how that interrupts social yeah, 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 activity yeah, 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 and behaviors yeah, 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 and how yeah, yeah. kids need that, of yeah, course, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we know but that if you want to take, take three months off of school and learn from home, totally can be done, especially in this country. Hundred percent. My problem is that I read an article yesterday about it, and it was it was saying that. The rate of infection is now um, is now twenty percent more than the average flu, and that the mortality rate is about uh, like whatever ten times more than the average flu. So it's aggressive. It's aggressive, right? So this virus, like people are like, oh, it's a new fucking virus. No, no, no. That's not how viruses work. Viruses are around. For millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of years, they just lie fucking so dormant. People didn't live past 40. There they you just go. lie dormant, yeah. right? Until something triggers it and it can yeah. cause a contagion we, effect. We would be in our twilight years, like 500 years ago. Right. So, my problem with this is, the precautions that are being taken are not, are not in line with what this thing is doing. Because this article I read said that it is doubling in cases every 3.45 days, right? So if you take that from yesterday, right? 35 in a day. So we got up to 115. So we had 115 cases yesterday confirmed. Is that what it was? Right? With one death, right? Let's extrapolate. We have a death now, yeah. We yeah, have they a death. died. Yeah. A person I, died yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Underlying Fuck conditions me. is what they want to make us feel better about, yeah. right? Saying, "Oh, this was a sick person anyway," so you know, of course, it got them, but it won't get everybody else, right? But if you're looking at, let's call it a hundred, okay, and it doubles every three and a half days, right? Yeah. What are we Friday? That means by Monday at lunchtime, there's going to be two hundred cases, right? So, what have you seen with regards to uh, resolution? Nothing. They've only said that there is a. They are working on a vaccine for it, but it is not 
going to be available in the immediate future. They've also said that this is going to be an escalation for two to three months before it hits the peak, right? So let's take 12 weeks as the number. Yeah. In fact, fuck that. Let's take eight weeks as the number, right? So seven days in a week, this thing's doubling every three and a half days. So it does a double-double every week. So if we're counting that as today, that means by uh, kind of lunchtime on Monday, it's going to be up around 200. That means that by lunchtime on Thursday, it's going to be 400 cases, which also means that at lunchtime by Sunday, it's going to be 800 cases. And by lunchtime on Tuesday, it's going to be 1,600 cases. And then by lunchtime on that, Friday... You think it will go in there? It, it's already doing that. No, no, but as I'm saying, you but think it, it will... If we don't stop it and create some real procedures, in two weeks' time, it could be up around what Italy is if, uh, now. If only Brexit was earlier and we shut the border off, mate. Yeah, 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 exactly. But what I'm saying is the rate of contagion is doubling every three and a half days, and that means that in eight weeks' time, we will be in the thousands of cases right. rather than the hundreds of cases. Because nobody's panicking Going right now. into summer when everyone's out, out. Having drinks. Parks, partying, and then they, uh, playing football. Exactly. And then they want to tell us, oh, well, don't yeah. worry, because after 26 degrees, beer it will yeah, try this. Have you tried this beer? Have you yeah. tried this? But they're, saying, cups, you they're, know. but they're saying that if it hits uh, 26 degrees uh, Celsius, this virus dies. Well, how the fuck do they know that? This thing's been around for three weeks. How the fuck do they know anything? But because to be you, fair, you got to think they know more than we do. We're, of course they do. So if you they would say, hope. Oh, I always like. I always think going to see a GP is a nightmare because I just think you are just a useless mother. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right. You know. I just. I'm like. I'm like. Do you know what? You always just say. Oh, I'll put a thing in your ear for good measure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just see what the number is. And uh, I'll write you a prescription for basically what is paracetamol. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And yeah, then you're yeah. like, well, I'm going to go and buy this for 15p anyway. Exactly. Because uh, one, I don't want to strain the NHS. Two, I don't want to pay two pound for something that's cost you 15. Exactly. Stupid, right? Yeah. But I always think, yeah, but you still go. You still go because you know yeah. that person has a degree and knows more than you. Well, yeah. So although we're talking about these people in, you know, uh, uh, across different sciences and medical professions that are coming together to say we create the case file on how to do a pandemic. Yeah, 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 scale yeah, yeah. Our CDCs. Yeah, this kind of stuff. So uh, this is how we deal with it. You think, oh, what a melt. What a melt. You, you don't even know what you're talking about. But if they were here right now and said, right, everyone do this, get under the table yeah. and put your feet above your head. Yeah. You'd get under the table and put your feet above your head. 100%. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's one of them things. But and what, I think the same about GPs. But my fucking problem is they're not telling us anything. They just keep telling us to wash our fucking hands. <laughs> face masks are fucking nonsense. Well, face masks don't work. No. Because this virus is small enough to go through them. And yeah, and most it. of them are so open at the sides and stuff. But what they said was the, 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 the face mask that everybody wears, the yeah. around the ear face mask, they don't stop it coming in. They can only stop it coming out because apparently the filters are different. So they're only actually So if you see someone with a face mask, they've got coronavirus. They might have coronavirus. <laughs> I saw a fucking guy on the train on my way down here that had one on. I was like, oh, guess who's going to the next carriage on the next stop? And I'm sitting there with my tattoo gloves on. My tattoo artist, like, fucking, like, latex gloves I on. Know, I know, like, I didn't even oh. think... I, d I didn't even think about that. Like, honestly, like... It's
some geezer on the train there's coronavirus. I'm like, mate, I'm not fucking got coronavirus. What are you talking about? And I'm actually sitting there thinking, oh, I need to stay away from this guy now. Yeah. Because, you know, he smells a bit funny. Yeah. Well, so when I went and did my he's interview. He's obviously got coronavirus. When I had the interview earlier, um, I was like, hey, how you doing? And usually I, like, greet her with, like, a, a big I gave you a cuddle when you got like here. That. Yeah, but that's all right. But the handshake thing was awkward for a second. Yeah. Even with a friend. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to do knuckles. I'm, I'm knuckles now. No, I like, cuddled you. Yeah, I know. But with her... It wasn't and, a long, intense... Normally, I, like, I breathe in your ear and suck yeah, in your ear. Like I like to smell your neck and, you know, get a feel for where you've been at. It's you know? Savage. <laughs> Dior Savage. Dior Savage. That's why. But I'm going to have a wee. All right, mate. <sighs> no, you're getting a bit... You're getting through a bit quicker than me today. All right. Hand sanitizer? No, thanks. So, um... Really? No, nah, I'm all right for now. The man that wears... Rubber gloves. <laughs> I'm wearing tattoo gloves, but I'm cool on the sanitizer. <laughs> um, so we were. I used to, um, I used to take. Um, I used to take a medi- medical box to festivals with me in my in my like traveler bag. Well, like, like I wash band aids and shit. And honestly, one night after being a sort of prodigy, shirt ripped off. It's like, yeah, I'm fucked. I think I can't even see. I was like that, bang, get the eye wash out. I was like that, yeah, cheer, lovely, cheers, bud. So, you might think it's stupid, but nothing wrong with being prepared. That's what I'm saying. Dude, we used to take eye wash, or eye drops. Um, you took eye drops only because you were stunned as fuck in the car. Mate, we used, to, we, we used to use them in high school at lunchtime just to be like, okay, we can go into science class. and maybe Those the, rolly ones yeah, that yeah, go yeah. under the skin, and they're rollers. Maybe the teacher won't dob us out, but it looked like we'd been in tears the whole fucking day. Oh, so. yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so stupid. Um, so enough about the fucking coronavirus, yeah? Um, yeah, let's leave that where it is. Yeah. So you were talking to me about uncut gems mm. and, uh... Difference of opinions. Yeah, I think we have a slight difference of opinion on, on the show, uh, on the, on the film and, and, and what it was. Yeah. But what I'm hearing yeah. is like, obviously Adam Sandler's like feeling slighted because he didn't get any kind of recognition I enjoyed from the his awards. And I, di- I didn't think it was, sorry, I didn't think it was the major change. Everyone's like, post up, oh my God, can you believe he said this? I was like, no, I didn't I think, think about I it like that. I didn't no. get that from it. I didn't no, get that I didn't think it. about it like that. I just thought like, okay, cool. He's calling, he's kind of, you know, he's been effectively blacklisted yeah. from awards consideration. Can right? he blame himself for that though? Like, no, Happy Gilmore's not going to get you there, dude. No, no, no. We're not talking about Happy Gilmore. We're talking about That's My Boy. You know, we're talking about that one where he played himself and his sister with Al Pacino in it. God knows what Al Pacino What's that, did. Double Me or something? Fucking I can't remember what that yeah, fucking film is. Exactly. You know what I'm talking Twinsies about. And shit, yeah. It's not like the Happy Gilmore Big Daddy days. 100%. Man. Where he 100%. was, this is his style of comedy yeah. coming through. It was just throwing shit at the wall. The thing for me with Adam Sandler, right, is he's fucking, he's super talented. He right? is. Undeniably. I would hate to get into an argument with a guy because he'll ruin you. But his stand-up, have you seen his stand-up? His stand-up the... is the one he released. I can't. It's, it's called I was going to say, are you talking about when he was really young? Or? No, 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 no. The one he released on Netflix recently. Yes, yeah, so uh, I know what you're talking about. It's called... It was like, like I'm back, I'm doing stand-up. Yeah, yeah I remember. Like a yeah, complete yeah. mismatch. Didn't watch it, didn't watch it's it. completely different than any other stand-up out there. It's fucking amazing. It's amazing. And from something like that, you're like, oh, this guy's... This guy's an absolute gangster when it comes to content, comedy, you know, whatever. Yeah. He's just, he's fucking, he can play music, he can do comedy, he's he all can in. act, he's, he's all everything, in. he's everything, right? He's like a kind of, 
Well, you know, like Bill Bailey, he does the music. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm but not Adam comparing Sandler's the two. Like fucking, He's you Hollywood know, mogul. Of course. Yeah. But he still gets these blacklists and these lack of considerations for anything. Even like best actor in a comedy scene. Like, yeah. Whatever, right? Even the shit that fits in his traditional yeah. lane, right? Yeah. But Uncut Gems obviously came out and that was his... That was his more serious yeah. version or his... His attempt to step into a more serious role than, say, like we were talking about before, funny people or something so like that. He's this is a degree up. Yeah. That. What he's done is he's stepped into serious roles before, yep. right? He's stepped in and gone, right, I'm jumping in, I'm all in, let's have a go. But this wasn't having a go. Right. This was more the all in. He and the was, South he was, brothers. He was in. Yeah. Are amazing filmmakers. Yeah. Is, am I saying their name right? Salfides? I think so. Salfides or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Salfides. Salfides? Salfides? The Salfides what? You probably see it better than I do. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it's... But this was a real attempt. He was really all in. So this is what... So, uh, I don't know, spoiler alert, whatever. Go on. But there's... You haven't seen it by now, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, you've had... It's on Netflix, it's free. You know what I mean? You get a week. You get a week on spoiler alerts. You get a a week on spoiler alerts and then fuck off. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, and I'm the same for me. If somebody tells me like, yeah, what fucking parasites about? Yeah, that's my problem. I remember. Do you remember um, just just on this topic? So years ago, Game of Thrones. I know you hate it. We'll get onto that at some point, I'm sure. But the Red Wedding. His they, favorite movie. The, the, his favorite TV show. <laughs> Best movie ever made. Game this of Thrones. Is, this is why we're doing this. Um, the the Red Wedding was a huge thing. It was, it, 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 the it's the Game it, of Thrones. The episode yeah, yeah, of Game yeah, yeah, of Thrones yeah, yeah, yeah. where shitload of big characters die. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were talking about it on the radio the next day, Absolute Radio, uh, former version radio, and, and and people are coming in going, oh, why are you talking about it? I haven't watched it yet. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I know we don't have content at our own time now, yeah. but you can't have something as big as that go on the night before and be in a fucking media platform the next day and not talk about of it. Of course. Catch the fuck up, man. What do we just say? Content's king. Yeah. People are going to talk about what's relevant Shut and what's timely. Shut so up. if you're not on that... I'm going to talk about it right Do you know what? Off. I didn't turn around and say, oh, in the Red Wedding, where I think you got stabbed in a pregnant belly. Yeah. You didn't say that. Yeah. What you said was, oh, yeah, Game of Thrones last night. Yeah, you don't yeah, want to listen yeah, to yeah. it. Turn the radio off. It's, don't it's call almost in. like this, right? You've yeah. got, almost got to default it like, spoiler alert in three, two, one, and then talk about what. So whoever the fuck's listening yeah. that hasn't seen it can tune out or pause it or fast forward it. Sort your life out. Get your fucking shit together. And either go back to your job or get one. Either you give the fuck about the content or you don't give a fuck about that's the content. It. I mean, but. but that's that's the that's the kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. just absolute nonsense. So anyway, but yeah, we're talking about uncut jobs. Anyway, spoiler alert. It there is there is a point in it. He gets shot he... in the end. <laughs> uh, Sorry, that was a spoiler alert. Three, two, one. <laughs> yeah, three, two, one. Shot in the yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, there's a point in it where he's kind. Of, so I'm in it. I'm I'm watching it. I'm involved. I'm like Jesus Christ, Adam. It's like you play this Jewish jeweler kind of Hatton Garden uh, yeah. Hatton Garden what, what's the one in New York called Hatton Garden in New York what's it called um, anyway I don't know, Hatton Garden in New York Jewish Central whatever uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't yeah. fucking know Bling yeah. Palace yeah yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway um, he's playing so well unbelievable I'm just like he's an animal. he's got this guy he's got this degenerate jeweler guy with money Jewish guy money front of the back down fuck great right but when he gets in 
he gets sort of jumped, kidnapped yeah. by like these these goons, right? Yeah, these yeah, kind yeah, of thugs, yeah. right? And he gets put in the back of the car, but he does the Adam Sandler funny voice. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's hey, a phone. Hey, 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 you know that shoot? I didn't do a very good impression of it, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of bad. And he, he says, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Oh, you're such a bitch. Almost and, can't help it. And I'm like, I've instantly jumped out of going, I've instantly for a second jumped out of going, wow, Adam Sandler, he's so in. I see the character and not Adam Sandler. This is all in. Bang and I've on. gone, I've Bang gone, on. oh shit, Billy Madison's turned up. Bang on. And, Bang uh, on the money. I'm just going, I'm just going, Uh, 100% man and then it's finished and I was able to jump back in and really enjoy the film but knowing Adam Sandler as well as we all do hence why Adam Sandler's doing this role hence why he's trying to do it has he already why did like I can't remember uh, yeah we're talking about the you know it being made yeah why they know him can they not remember? So that's what I'm trying to say. Can they not remember the films that they've seen him do before? When he was doing that scene, Who are you talking about? The, the producers? Or or do, do, do anyone on like the to, set? To give him direction no, I'm, to I'm, say, I'm, oh, I'm talking about cast as a whole. A different way. Why did the cameraman not even turn around? The sound guy not even turn around and go, you know he's doing That's, Billy, that's you know Billy Madison's Billy. birthday party. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, but... That's yeah. him talking yeah. to the penguin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah did yeah, you yeah. see every little off-cut where he goes, yeah, uh, yeah, to someone yeah. in That's in his entire film. Saturday Night Live career. This is not why we brought Adam Sandler. That's right. And it jumped out, like, you know when we were talking about Avengers Endgame yes. and the virtue signaling kind yes, of cat yes, and yes, moment? Yes, and I'm yes, like, yes. the thing that I hate, horseshit. I am... The reason we're doing this is because we love being engrossed by that bit of film. We yeah. love those moments in Heat where Al Pacino and Robert De Niro are sitting in that cafe. My favorite we scene love, of all time. We love being in Goodfellas where Joe Pesci's saying, what do I fucking amuse you? Am I My clown? My fucking second all of a sudden, favorite You ain't scene in a film time. anymore. Yeah. You're in that room with You're him and room. you feel 100%. awkward. You feel uncomfortable. That's you the feel, difference right? between watching a film and being immersed but, in a film. When they make points in films or when something pulls you out of it like yeah. that, all of a sudden you're going... You're gone. Oh, shit. I'm now sitting in my living room in Essex, drinking a beer on my own with the dog who doesn't want to talk to me being a lonely-ass piece of shit yeah. again. Um, a minute ago, I was, to- I I was, was in immersed. New York City. I was immersed. Immersed in some mobs and jewellery dealers and big bets and man. basketball players buying 100%. diamonds. And when I now hear I'm p- just a lonely guy in Essex again. And it's so true because when I hear about uncut gems from everybody else... I hear this is the most intense thing I've ever seen. It was intense. It was good. And it was intense for sure. And there were intense moments in the film. Yeah. But breaks like what you just were talking about there take me out of that. Because we watched it for Adam Sandler because we know him. I already know him. And And I know his catalog. Yeah. And if I recognize something that is derivative in that character from a previous character. Yeah. I'm out of the fucking tension. Because it seems pernickety to take a point like that in a but film. But it matters. Exactly, because it it's takes you out. It's the same thing with The Irishman. When I see Ooh, De Niro... The Irishman. When I... And we're switching, but we'll go back. When I see De Niro... Yeah. With the CGI making him young, and uh, all of that, and the Pacino making him young, and I'm, like, he, I'm like, okay, cool, 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 spoiler. cool, Spoiler. Cool. When cool, he beats cool, up cool. the grocery store but guy. when he's kicking the fucking guy in the curb, looking like a geriatric <laughs> fuck, I'm just like... <laughs> This is not accurate, and it's taking Honestly, me out of where I was. If, and if you want me on a three and a half hour journey, you need to maintain. And if, that's the same thing with I ever wanted, for me. If I ever wanted Robert De Niro to kick me in the face, 
it would be during that film because I know just yeah I'll be all, I'll be all right. That I was like that. getting fucking slapped with a cotton yeah. wool ball. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, I'm like, what the fuck is going on, right? But that's the you know same when your kids like when a kid like gems. when a kid punches you and you're playing you're playing around with your kids and they yeah. punch you and you're like oh no. That's what that what that's that that's whole exactly thing. what it was. And it was that's like, what oh ruined the fucking sorry, movie for me. I still love The Irishman. It's not one of Scorsese's top films or anything like that, but it was still a nice almost docu-film from a... It was more of a... What, from a memorandum almost? Like, it was just like that. That's the right word for it. You know. Because rarely for Scorsese, which I find... he Scorsese does this thing where you got to work shit out for yourself. There are things going on where, you know, characters doing this, you get to know a character and you get to know why they're doing what they're doing and then you have to kind of know their personality to work out the bits, the, the little bits of information in between characters, a little bit of information that we the have little to pick nuances up. and yeah. things the like things that. things that they're planting in there to That's make right. you interested in the game. That's right. In The Irishman, it wasn't. It was just like, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. So he, it was, when you say a docu-film kind of thing, it was like that. Yeah. You know. was, it, was, it, was, it, was it put together really nicely? Did the performances in it uh, that, were, that were put there by really great actors that we all know and love were they exactly what yeah they were they were they were everything we wanted it to be Pesci yeah. was great in it let's amazing. be honest amazing. Pacino was great in it Pesci was and amazing I'll be honest Pacino let's be honest right in the last 10-15 years he's yeah. made a lot of shit ton of shit right so is De Niro yeah but De Niro makes a good film but he, and then a shit film so he can open a new but restaurant but also De Niro transitioned into kind of comedy with the Falkers and like he kind of played that What's role that a little one, bit as well the Zac Efron the, the granddad naughty granddad yeah do- dirty granddad or whatever the fuck it was dirty bad, grandpa or bad grandpa or whatever the fuck granddad. it was yeah, yeah 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 yeah. that's quite funny with that yeah. comedian chick in it who's really funny yeah who um she was in Funny People it's not Kristen Wiig. She was Seth Rogen's uh, girlfriend, kind of guy. And something funny. I don't it. remember who the fuck it was. She's really funny though, <coughs> really, and, and that sounds bad because we know the name of all the guys. Yeah, there. but you know, chicks like fucking seventy percent and all that shit. Get what you get. <laughs> she's good. Just cancelled half of our audience. Wherever it is, yeah. She's really hot. Yeah. Cancelled again. Yeah. Uh, she's really funny. Yeah. Don't get and, too many lines um, up. She'll fuck it up. You're welcome on the show. <laughs> But this is hilarious, I just right? Fluff in my but, head. but just again, going off on another tangent. Blowing but the fluff F- in my F- head. FYI, fuck faces. This is gonna go off of on tangents, right? So we're talking about whatever the fuck we want to, but it's all gonna be film related. But we're gonna go off on tangents, right? So what? <laughs> For a second, I genuinely forgot there's a microphone. So. Basically, <laughs> you've just you've just taken me out of the, the yeah. film, yeah, 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 and yeah, just yeah. pulled the microphone back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, I, don't really, yeah, I really don't like yeah, that. Exactly, okay, exactly, you're totally exactly. gone Avengers on me. That's that's what that's what fucking Adam Sandler did when he did the uh, <laughs> Billy Madison. It's a fun. My name's Adam Sandler, and I'm talking in a microphone. <laughs> but this is the woke culture of like saying like, oh, fucking Margot Robbie uh, didn't have enough uh, lines in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right? It's like. <laughs> Yeah, dickhead. Did that you see Jim? Fucking cold. Did you see Jim Carrey on the Grand? Did you see Jim Carrey on the Grand Norton show? No. Oh my, it's amazing, right? So basically, he's coming to Margot Robbie, and he's basically—I can't remember it word for word, so don't quote me on this. But I can't remember word for word. But basically, he turned around to Margot Robbie and went, "Yeah, because being a great actress, you'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, if you're not a great actress, you won't exactly be all right anyway with those looks, will you?" Basically, <laughs> basically, like that. He basically went. You're hot as fuck. Yeah. So you got nothing to worry about. Don't worry about yeah. yourself. Don't. In front of us. she's not he, worried about no, it. No, but she laughed. She was okay. And you know what? He didn't really mean like, you know, Jim Carrey, of he's course. like the sweetest man in the Me. world. Right? So he didn't really mean like that. What he was basically saying was, you can act and you're beautiful. So if you can't act, don't worry, because you're still beautiful, right? Yeah. But 
but you're going to get He your... was basically saying, we already know you're both, so I'm being sarcastic of about course. it. Of course. But what happened was, the next day I saw on social media, people, are, ba- people are basically going, how dare Jim Carrey so out of already called Margot Margo so good, she was nominated for I, Tonya and all this kind of stuff. And you, yeah, I didn't mind I, Tonya, but I didn't know the story. Do you remember we were talking about the story? Yeah. And you were you know, Canada back yeah. in the day. You were in Canada where it's fucking cold. They love yeah. skiing. And I was just like, you were like, oh, she's actually a bitch, is she? Oh, she's a massive yeah, bitch. Yeah, because when you watch Artonia, you're kind of like, oh, she had a really hard life. Yeah, and maybe and she did, but she's still yeah. an asshole. And she still assaulted a woman with a yeah, fucking pipe yeah, yeah. to get ahead, right? So. And then when she when she couldn't skate anymore, came a boxer. Yeah. So. And now who the fuck knows, right? <laughs> but the, the crap. I mean, I mean absolutely with, with fucking, you know, I mean, I mean, they tried to put Jim Carrey's fiance suicide on him. Because he, uh, they tried to accuse him of giving her medication that would enhance her mental illness and depression and anxiety and yeah. make her and like, what like was that? this was like three or four years ago. He fucking had to go to court for it, mate. He had to go to court for this it. This is gone by me, dude. You need to look into it, and yeah. I need to look into it as well to get the details because I'm absolutely talking shit at the moment. But <laughs> it was something along the lines of like. Like he gave her, he gave her herpes, or he gave her something, or fucking he he did something to her that made her go down this road and ended up helping, like like contributing to her suicide or whatever the fuck it was. They went to court and they were like, "What? Get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, like, yeah, nonsense. Like you said, Jim Carrey's one of the most like from what we can see from the outside. Obviously, he's a troubled individual. We know this because he's had a fucking history of mental illness and depression but every super achiever goes through these ups and downs of emotional imbalance and and all of this but to levy a suicide on the man when the legend come on man what the fuck are we talking about but this fucking I don't even know what got on this but this woke culture of like She's out of the chain you're, goes. You have to have exactly the same amount of lines as he has, or you're being like subjugated or like discriminated against. Do you know what's, like, what you know what's funny about that? About? What's funny about that is that the lines thing is actually a real thing in Hollywood. Mm. So that has the happened. The Rock has done it. The, I I love The Rock. I love him. Mate. Right. I. It, I, I watch things like Ballers, and okay. there are certain lines he delivers, and I'm like, yeah, you can't act really, can you? But, no, uh, you can't act. But, but you <laughs> I mean, know, you, give, you give it a good... Yeah, yeah. Really when you're turning real. around in Baywatch, and going, make the dick bigger. Big, yeah. big dick. Big, big dick. I'm like, yeah, Rock, right, I believe you got a big dick. You don't you, need to you keep telling me in a, a fu- You can't yeah. put a guy like The yeah, Rock in fucking... You don't need to make it into a sandcastle, bro. You, but, can't, but, make, um, you can't put The Rock in Schindler's it, List and have it be legitimate. There he is. I haven't seen him all day. How you doing? Sorry, that's the barman at the rugby tavern. Absolute legend. But fucking rock. When you, when you, I've lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? The rock. We're talking about the rock and some shit. Big dick. <laughs> I had a really. Do you know what the funny thing is? I had a really good point to make based on what we were saying. This is why we started the show is, a little bit and earlier. And it is gone. And it is gone. Um, we were talking about lines and 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 equality of lines. Yeah, so that's and, what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So um, my favorite actor of all time. Go on. Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Love Paul. Okay. Paul's my man. 
right? Cool Hand Luke is my favourite film. We can talk favourite films at some point. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into it. Cool, cool Hand Luke's my number one. Paul Newman, whether it be The Verdict, whether it be The Hustler, yeah, whether yeah, it be, yeah, yeah. Whether it be him making Tom Hanks look silly in Road to Perdition. But yeah. he, Tom Hanks doesn't look silly in Road to Perdition. I got some Tom every, Hanks as well, by the way. Every time Paul Newman's in a scene with him, you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, you're better than Tom well, it's Hanks. What's one of those things, right? right? But, um, yeah, exactly. Like, is it, what is it? He goes, um, this is the life we chose. This is the life we lead. Yeah. And there's only one guarantee. None of us will see heaven. I'm not really Paul Newman, just in case you want it. You know? And then yeah, Tom Hanks yeah. just goes, Michael still can. And you're like, you know as good as Paul <laughs> Newman. Go back to um, Castaway, fuck yeah. face. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's one of those things. But um, Tower and Inferno. Paul Newman was doing the Tower and Inferno. Great film. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, you watch it in today's things and people will watch it. Like, you deal with these fucking sh- hipsters in offices and they sort of go, oh, uh, yeah, watch this new thing and it's really real. Yeah. Tower and Inferno was just a good epic flick. Well, they right? make they and flicks. Steve McQueen. Yeah, okay. They okay. wanted to do it with Paul Newman. Okay, yeah. So Paul Newman's the architect, Steve McQueen's the fire chief. Is that, is that right? Correct. And I think, yes. From what I remember, from what I read, it was one of those, um, you know, those bios, the yes. bios on, on Fox or whatever, right? And someone was talking about He was like, no, I love Paul. I'll be in the Tower and Inferno. And they were trying to get him in any way they could. Money, lines, or anything. No, I want exactly the same as Paul. Hands up. What it meant was Paul Newman and Steve McQueen in that film have exactly the same number of lines. Yeah. And exactly the same. And that. <coughs> it's also is a testament to Paul Newman because Paul Newman is a mogul. Of course. But Steve McQueen is a mogul. He is like the American dream. Do you right? think? Yeah, because. Do you think he's bigger than Paul Newman? Yeah, because in America. He's not just so Paul Newman's like one of Paul these. Paul Newman's got his own fucking salad dressing. Yeah, I know, but that that was made to be a non-profit, basically. I know. It? Yeah, which is fantastic. Which is Paul. where his fucking status is. Fantastic, but Steve McQueen is that kind of. He was the real deal. He could fly planes and, mo- true, and ride motorbikes. True, true. He was like, do you know what Putin is to the Russians? Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. like that to the Americans. Yeah, he was like, riding donkeys on bare bareback and shit. I can rustle up some yeah. cattle. And uh, you were even though he wasn't from Texas, <laughs> I could rustle up some cattle and I like get to, uh, and then rustle, I, can, I like to rustle. I can cattle. fly him down to Mexico and drive back <laughs> with some uh, bourbon. You know, he, he's a he's like an all American. You know, so he's all in. So I, I would put on on that sort of grounds. I'd put Steve McQueen above, and he's a real big deal, Steve McQueen. You know, I wouldn't. A, he's like the, he's like the guy back in the day. Once upon a time in Hollywood, you know the, the yeah yeah, thing. yeah yeah of course uh, Damien Lewis. I love Damien Lewis. Yeah, brothers and billions and all that. But uh, in that Dreamcatcher flick, yeah yeah yeah. But yeah. He, I was talking about he, Dreamcatcher the other day. Yeah yeah. Dreamcatcher, yeah. Stephen, great Stephen King. Yeah. Stephen awesome. King in the period where he was starting to not write good shit anymore. Yeah yeah yeah. And um, he was playing Steve McQueen at the Playboy Mansion because in it's once totally time realistic that you would think Steve exactly. McQueen would be invited to the Playboy Mansion because he was kind of like James Dean Rebel without a sexy he was. 50s, 60s, 70s kind of guy. 100%. You know, all the bullet and all that kind of shit. Like he, he, I think he was just, I think he was just sexier. I, I think, think he, he was, you know, I think he was better for the camera but less talent. I think Paul Newman had way more I'm talent. I am a Paul man. I won't argue with this. I think Paul Newman had way more acting talent. You look at The Color of Money. 
Oh, the follow-up from the Hustler. the Hustler. He Fast Eddie Phelps. I mean, he plays come a on, man. I, I mean, love that. In the it, Hustler, where he's got again, the cute And again, you said you referenced it man. earlier in, you know, Cool Hand Luke. And, like, I love Cool Hand Luke ombre, so much. Ombre. I even gave the bullshit fucking theater version of it with that guy that used to do the BT fucking phone commercials. Yeah. That tall guy. I don't know what the fuck his name is. But he played New Paul Newman's character in it. And it was just like, ugh, fuck, man. Like, it was so bad, but... Paul Newman is, I mean, he's just a legend. I mean, I think he, I think he eclipses Steve McQueen by some measure. For, for me, he does. Because no, no, I just, I, I, for you, maybe, but for, I think in general, maybe, but, like, but, as well. Like, for me, Steve McQueen exists in the Tower and Inferno, because I'm 31 years old. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a point where you're a certain age where people say, what, you mean you haven't seen the 39 exactly. Steps? Sorry, it was made in 1829. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah. You haven't seen the Seven Samurai? Oh, sorry, I haven't got to it yet. Yeah, sorry. You know there's like, like, back then, how many films they made then compared to now? Correct. Give me a chance, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But But I do like to go back into those areas. Mate, I'm 31 years old. It's my favorite thing. But I've seen The Hustler. Yeah. I've seen Casablanca. I've seen these. Of course, of course. You know, we do, we do these things where, as and when we can. You know, I, I watch The Verdict because because uh, I love Paul Newman, right? So I watch The Verdict only for the first time maybe about three or four months He's ago. not in 12 Angry Men, is he? The original? I don't think so. No. So no, ago, that's... Uh, I know Lem- Jack Lemon's Lemon. Lemon, that's yeah, what I was yeah, going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, Glenn Gary, yeah. Glenn Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and... Because uh, <laughs> my generation knows the old Jack Lemon. You yes, know, like, yes. Uh, the, what, the grumpy old man. Grumpy old man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking amazing fucking amazing yeah. and the dad in grumpy old man grumpy old man but the um, outtakes on the on the on the reel on the cast reel of that and the end credits fucking brilliant by the way yeah Mate, anyway sorry sorry cut you off but yeah no um talking paul newman you know getting it getting into this kind of thing getting into watching in these old kind of films it's, it's, it's not fair to, judge, to judge people like this you watch something like the color of money the color of money is paul newman is an old man and this is an old film for us this the is old for us it's old for us old old yeah for him. because for him he's reprising his correct role. he's bringing this it back a, exactly. he's bringing fast yes, Eddie back yes, yes yes he's not having these things but he's playing play it again fat man play exactly. it again fat man that exactly. was the hustler exactly i'm gonna win 10 grand tonight fat man is, is there right? an equivalent is there an equivalent now of a character being reprised sort of 20 years on into a new film that works because Fast Eddie in The Hustler works yeah, good, really and good. Fast Eddie in Color of Money is all kinds of okay. Yeah, he's great. Right? He's better than Tom Cruise in that film. Fucking way better. Way better. Tom Cruise along with Johnny Depp and we'll get to this. But to, no, Tom Cruise Tom Cruise is good in every film he's in. He is good in every film he's in. We'll get into this another time. We're going to talk about how you only ever see Tom Cruise. I know yeah. that's the topic. Yeah. This is a topic for another yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into it. We'll, we'll get, get into it. it. Yeah. But, but Paul Newman. But I don't know if there's Eddie. been another reprisal role like that that I can think of where they bring a character back in a completely new film with a new brand new star. Yeah. And the old guy still smashes the shit out of him performance-wise. Yeah, because what they do now is they give you cameos of the people that did it They'll originally. give you Nick Nolte. So like, like, oh, yeah. yeah, I, I, I used to be a fucking war veteran. You, you know, know like they made, uh, what they made, like, it was like 10 years ago, I don't know where it was. They, uh, 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 ben Stiller and Omar Wilson made uh, Starskin Hutch. Yeah. It was a good, fun, it was a funny film. Vince yeah. Vaughn, uh, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, and know? they bring the original you know a lot about back golf. into it. I know more but about grass. that's not a reprisal you know, because they just have no. a scene or they two. They bring the olds back into that's it. That's right. It's cameos, there's two cameos, scenes. There's cameos. one, what? Uh, oh, no, it's just at the very end. It's just at the very end. No, no, no. You're, you're lying. 
Are you talking you know, about Starcy and Hutch? No, no. The film that you've watched recently that you absolutely love, uh, The Joker, Robert De Niro. Fuck. Fucking A. Fucking A right. King of comedy. Do you know what, though? King it took, of fucking It comedy. took a fucking not, serious film to do it. But it's not a reprisal. No, but it's, it's not a reprisal. It's like a hint it's, at. It's a, it's a flip on. So it... So Paul, Paul Newman's done some films. Steve McQueen did as well, but Steve McQueen, it was short-lived. Paul Newman got to the point where he was doing Cars animated films. Do you know what I mean? Like he the was di- he yeah. was the voice in Cars. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 made it all the way. The difference for me between Steve didn't. those two, is and yeah, I'm a, I'm a Paul man, but I just have to. You I know, mean, I be recognize fair to Steve, Steve McQueen just like I recognize yeah. James Dean. Right, yeah. Short-lived life. It was like three or four films. Did like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Did a handful of films, but he'll be a legend in film history forever. Steve McQueen will be the same thing. Amoretti is on. It's lovely. Right, he will be. He will be a similar thing. But Paul Newman is the epitome of a leading man. He's the epitome of a leading actor. His Undeed. range. His. Fucking, and obviously that's because of his lifespan. What's that, stupid, what's that stupid film? Sorry to interrupt. No, what's no. that stupid film? Um, Kevin Costner did a romantic film. What is Water the film? World? No, he's on a boat. He's on a boat. He's on a boat. Fucking he world. dies on. He dies trying to get to the woman he loves, and she works in New York. And Paul Newman's his dad. Sorry. Smacking my fists because I'm angry. Uh, I don't know. Message in a bottle. Message in a bottle. Oh right, right. Do you remember right, that nineties? Right, right. Like it must Even be about ninety. Must be about ninety-eight. Yeah, 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 And Paul Newman plays his dad in that, right? And and Kevin Costner is like a widower. He's like a widower, and he meets this. I remember chick. it. He, he writes a message in a bottle, and some chick from the New York Times happens to oh, pick it up. Right, you know, one of them. You know these kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah, becomes yeah. this romantic love story. But anyway, right, right, right. Paul Newman's like the fishing dad from the fishing village where Kevin Costner's building a boat for his wife. Right, and right, right. But every right. time he's in a scene with him, you're kind of like, it's not a lot. He doesn't have a big deal in that thing. He's not, he's not a big deal in that thing. He just kind of, you know, because Kevin Costner, especially back in the day, Kevin, Kevin Costner can draw as a director as well, open range, some really good film yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, mate, yeah, yeah, I watch Stars of Walls. I'm not going to lie. I watch Stars of Walls pretty much every New Year's next to Ben Hur. I'm not going to lie. Really? Mate, I do, about, I do probably about 11, 12 hours worth of films. On New Year's Day. But you pick those ones? Every year. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> ben, ben Hur. Fucking Ben Hur and Dances with Wolves. <laughs> yeah. The Great Escapes for Christmas, man. You're an asshole. <laughs> the Great Escape and Die Harder for Christmas. Anyway. Yeah, you're right, you're right. If people are listening to this kind of podcast and they're not doing that, then shame on you. Shame Ooh, on you. But what else are you listening hey, to? Hey, if you go if you go Avengers Endgame over Dances with Wolves, then you're a piece of shit. Yeah, That's you're a I'm terrorist. Saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking I, ISIS. I wasn't going to say terrorist. I was going to be more like... Genuine piece of shit. Easy, you've been here to first yeah, one, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I agree with you. Anyway, um, whatever the fuck I was saying, <laughs> Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner demands his own kind of respect. Field he's of done, Dreams is a solid film. Phil, did you just say Field? I, I love Field of Dreams. Oh, Waterworld. Why didn't he get an Oscar for Waterworld? It was so good. It had Dennis Hopper in it. Went feet. And gills. God damn. He it. had web feet and gills. Mate, I think to be honest he with you, man, I think car. Kevin Costner is like up there with Johnny Depp. 
No. I do, man. Hey, Johnny, Depp, got Johnny some... Depp's gone down the weird side. Kevin Costner no, is me, a filmmaker. Let He's let a let, filmmaker. All right, all right, let me let me take it back. I don't I don't put him in the same I don't put him in the same realm. I'm glad because you're as, being stupid. As, as as Johnny Depp, um, but I don't I don't like a lot of Kevin Costner films. Right. I don't. I don't think. Have Kevin you seen Costner. Open Range? Him I, and Bobby DeVoe. I want to say yes, but I don't. I can't. Remember. I say Bobby DeVoe like I yeah. know him, like yeah, he's my mate, but he's Robert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, to I me, say, it's I say Bobby De Niro. So we, you know, we're close. You know, don't worry. about it. Yeah. <laughs> me and Bob. Well, me yeah, and Bob. We just, Bob. We're yeah, just hanging out in a yeah, cafe having yeah, coffee fine, for five fine, minutes. Fine, fine. Probably the best five minutes of his life. <laughs> Probably the best five minutes of his career. He's anyway. Um, leave it there. No. <laughs> Obviously, we're referencing Heat. If you don't know that, stop yeah. listening to the podcast. Oh, we're gonna, we're, we don't want you. We're we, going to get to yeah. those films. We don't want you. If you don't if you don't know that I was just referencing yeah. Robert De Niro in yeah. Heat with that exactly. five minutes of coffee, exactly. go away. Exactly. We don't care about you. Exactly. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but uh, Fuck you guys. <laughs> no. Open Range was a film where I was watching something that Kevin Costner made. And it's a western. You know I like a western. I yeah. like a slow, drawn-out film, but uh, I like a slow, drawn-out film. It's supposed to be, but what what it did in it, it brought some kind of real piece to it. So they had a big gunfight at the end, right? right. And when they had this gunfight, they were they were shooting, but as they were shooting, their arms were kicking back. So as he was kicking, his his left hand would go all the way back. His right hand would come up. Right, right, and he'd right. Kick right. that one, and he'd bring the left one round. Right, right, right. So they were going with these big yeah, old thirty twos. Yeah, yeah. They were basically windmilling. <laughs> yeah. They were windmilling. They were yeah, creating yeah. their own energy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, they were, they were, yeah, they were yeah, basically yeah. giving electricity to the shit. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah, bringing yeah. electricity to the town. <laughs> right. But um, they, they're doing this kind of thing. And I watched this film. Like, shit. Not only you've brought uh, Robert Duvall in, Bobby Duvall. Bobby. <laughs> my man Bob one of the greatest living actors yeah he's right? amazing he's amazing and you, you, you you've brought him in so you're already winning then you put yourself in it as like a lead slash side character to that yeah right then you take a script and you've got Annette Benning. Annette Benning who's wonderful amazing uh, uh, um, American Beauty stuff like that yeah, she's, amazing. she's oh, I mean, great, a fucking right? legend yeah absolute legend yeah. right you've you've got this cast and then you've got some sort of villain that people don't really know because in america i'm sure michael gambon is not a name no on all their no lips, no right? he's not he's in not, the uk yeah. maybe so yeah, but yeah, here he's not certain people. You know, but you've you've got it you've got it and you've got that guy that's in all the trash films i never know his name yeah. he's in, he was in that fucking stupid scientology film yeah, yeah, yeah. he's in water world with kevin costner anyway fucking he's a guy he kills on his boat yeah, yeah. anyway um You've got this kind of drawn-out story. Diego Luna's in it. A young Diego Luna. Very young. Diego Luna from That's Narcos, right. Rogue One, all this kind of so shit. So funny. Now Such that you say actor. it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing this film, but I don't this film, remember it because it's film, shit. Right? No, it's not shit. This film is one of, I believe, in the last maybe 20 years, the best Westerns made. Really? I yeah. mean, I, I can't the, qualify it because I don't know many Westerns. The acting is stellar. And it brings you really into that environment. And the thing about a Western is you you need to be brought into that environment, right? So I saw this stupid I, one. I mean, I mean that mo- almost more than any other genre needs to be truly immersive. You you have to be. Which is really hard to do in that genre. There's, there's, there's a point in, that, in every Western where you have to feel like you've been walking through the same field for a month. <laughs> that's that's exact. I think that's... And then all of a sudden, I think that's someone perfect. takes a shot at you with yeah, a double I barrel. Yeah, I think that's perfect. I think that's, that's perfect. That's yeah, how yeah, you do yeah, a Western, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you go, 
Oh, you know, you're watching the sons it's like of... A... Yeah. You're Outlaw Josie Wells, sons of Katie Elder, and you know, you're watching all these films, and all yeah. of a sudden I'm like, oh, where are we going? What's going on? Yeah. Unforgiven. Yeah. Unforgiven. It's like, it's like, 100%. what the fuck happens? Nothing happens to Unforgiven. Until um, they get to something. Gene Hackman kicks the crap yeah. out of Richard Harris. Yeah. Kicks the crap out of yeah. him for telling a few lies. Mm. And then Clint Eastwood shoots about 20 people in a bar at the end. That's standard. That, that, and that, that's how he does. That's basically the whole film. Yeah. That's that, basically that's the whole film. Yeah. Um, it's a whole lot of boom. Yeah. Dong, dong, he can't get on his dong, horse dong, at the start. Dong, he can't dong, get on his horse at the start because he's old-fashioned. Yeah. Gene Hackman kicks someone in the face. Yeah. He kills 20 people. That's the whole film. Yeah, that's it. Right? And yet, yeah, it's a perfect western. Spaghetti. Spaghetti western? They filmed them all in Italy. <laughs> that's why they're called spaghetti westerns. I love that. That's, that's what they hit that in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, don't they? Yeah. That's his entire fucking yeah. career. You know? And, I mean, I know we've covered a fucking ton of shit, but... Like, I think all of it ties into what we were talking about in terms yeah. of like Adam Sandler in his role. The point in, is, is going off tangent. Well, yeah, we're not going to stick to the script. No, no, no. But, but we're going to talk about characters not sticking to the script as well. Adam Sandler went off tangent. Of course he did. And yet, despite like everyone we've just said. Whether we be Paul Newman, Clint Eastwood, anyone we just talked about, you can tell because you know them so well. You can just tell. like you know Adam Sandler. That's right. You can tell when they go off tangent. Correct. Now, if you're if you're new blood on the on the scene, you can try a few things, right? For sure. But Adam Sandler's been doing this. When, when was that? Ninety six, ninety eight, something like that, right? Something like that. 96. So he's in for twenty five years. He's in for a quarter of a decade. Yeah. Let's just say he's in for a quarter of a decade, right? Uh, not a decade, century. Quarter of a century. century. A decade, yeah. a decade's ten years. Yeah. We, we've had, we're on our fourth or fifth, just yeah. saying. Yeah. Uh, but uh, a decade, yeah. So uh, he's in for a quarter of a century. He's been around anyway, four months. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two and a half years. Adam Sandler's been doing this. Have so you not Billy seen? Madison, have you not you seen know, the, the forty-seven the guy, films you know, he's made in two and a half years? You know, Billy Madison. It was nominated for best comedy last year. <laughs> but anyway, um, the point I was saying is. You can spot it. You can spot. You can spot if, if you're so well known, you can spot if you slip. You can spot if you're not being sincere. Is it you can spot if you're not being um, totally involved. It's what we, you know, when we were talking about yeah. Robert De Niro earlier, and you yeah. mentioned slightly, and you went, you said, um, he's made some shit as well. Because we said Al Pacino has basically made shit for 10, 15 years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Robert De Niro has made some shit for 10, 15 years. Yeah. He, he jumps in and out of being good. I believe he jumps in that being good because he does a quick film when he wants to open a new restaurant. He doesn't yeah, want to pay for himself. Yeah, you've said this I've before. said this before, yeah. right? Yes. Oh, Robert De Niro did He's Hide and Seek, which is a pile of shit. I know you don't agree. No, but I do agree. I do agree. About six months later, a new restaurant pops up. I do agree. Right. So, I do agree with Hide and Seek. Right, okay. 100%. But you, you see what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, He's but, trying um, to add an extension to Tribeca. So, is it really Adam Sandler's fault that him sounding the way he really sounds mm. when he tries to ah it's a phone hello how you doing microphone when he does sorry again bad impression when he does that really shit thing that he does when he does that silly Adam Sandler yeah, voice yeah, yeah, yeah. when he does that in a serious film is it my fault that I have to jump out and now I'm not in the film anymore I'm just seeing funny Adam Sandler 
Or is it his fault for not being a good enough actor to not do that to do better? That's a fucking really good question. But he's being sincere because when... Is he being sincere though? Because when he needs to be strangled by the neck and done like that, is that just the voice he goes to? Is he trying to be sincere? Yeah, How that's do a I answer really, this question? It's a really good question. It's a really good question. And for me, it's kind of... It made me jump out. I think it definitely made me jump out. And it's why I don't hold uh, Uncut Gems in any any regard as a special film or anything like that. Because for I scenes don't. like that? For yeah, because, because either I'm immersed... Or I'm yeah. not. And if you can break me in terms of that immersion for even a minute yeah. in a film that's 90 minutes long or 120 minutes long, if I can break for 30 seconds to a minute, it's going to be hard for me to get back into it the way I was, yeah. right? And the way I yeah. the way I equate this, right? We talked about – I mean we mentioned – uh, maybe on air or off air, I can't remember. But uh, we mentioned Gone Baby Gone. Yeah. Right? Great film. Gone Baby Gone. Really enjoyed it. Gone Baby Gone for me, I watched that film the first time and Very I got tunnel part. vision. And what I mean by that is I was so immersed in the film Nothing else that I going didn't on. realize Nothing what else, else was going, going on. on. And we can talk about these double arcs and things like that if you want to. We can do that for another episode or whatever. But... Yeah. When I watch Gone Baby Gone, that's a that's almost like a double arc film in one arc, and it's hard to explain. Well, we'll go through it uh, probably in another episode or whatever. But I was not released from who those characters were, or who was telling that story, or what that story was for the entire film. Do and when you tell me those things about those little nuances around the Adam Sandler character mm, in mm, Uncut mm. Gems, which <clears throat> I agree with 100%. Yeah. What it does is it takes a scissor, takes a pair of scissors, and cuts through the tension. And I'm gone. And then i got to reset. And you're not going to get me back if it's an hour and 20 minutes, or if it's a 120-minute yeah. film. I'm not going to get back to it. Because then what it becomes, it becomes almost a parody of the... Um, What's the fucking guy's name in in uh, in Slack? Ari the jeweler. Ari the jeweler. Snatch. In Ari the jeweler. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. With the fucking uh, p- uh, red pinstripe shirt and the fucking yeah. you know, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. the big uh, from uh, the one they stab up in Goodfellas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But in in Snatch, he's the he's the yeah, he's gold jeweler, the diamond jeweler, right? Got anything to declare? Correct. Don't go to London. That is a parody. Don't go to England. That is a parody character. Yeah. That is yeah. a parody character. So as soon as I break from this immersion that Adam Sandler's creating with this character in Uncut Gems, I go to a parody account. And I say, well, this is just Adam Sandler. So you didn't playing. like the Ari character. I love the Ari character. But Snatch as a whole is full <clears> of <throat> character profiles of embellished personas. You know Turkish is not Turkish, but you know some guys that are like Turkish, right? You know, maybe you don't know, Boris the Butcher, but you know some fucking guys but like that. But does that not then work? Because we're, we're on the continent here if in the UK. it's a movie that does but you're like, parody. So, Goodwill Hunting, the town, all these Chicago-based, we've got uh, we've got tattoos of the Celts and all this yep. kind of stuff shit. Yep. That works for the guys in Chicago then. Are you asking me if it works for them in terms of... Yeah, because you're talking about... Because the reason Snatch works for us is we're sitting here in the rugby tavern. Yeah. 
You're talking about Snatch. Yeah. Harry. Yeah. Who you're talking about? He'd be down Met, the road. Met Mike Reed, Hatton Garden. Down we can walk there in five minutes. Yeah, we can walk there in five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Down so the road. Yeah. It, it's literally down one road and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so right there. We're right there. Yeah. So for us, it is. It is. Right? What? Whereas that, that kind of that kind of no that yeah that authenticity. But you're talking about that parody. But what um, Guy Ritchie um, does so good in Aladdin. <laughs> oh my god what right, guy, stop, carry on I'm but, sorry but, but, I couldn't but, but, but what he does Garichi, is he up. creates an embellishment of real characters yes right yes. so he takes what a person is normally like and he hyper intensifies their stereotype up. he goes bang there yeah. you go there's that's you right. on the steroids that's right uh, yeah that's not what yeah. Uncut yeah. Gems was no. if Uncut Gems was that you would not have seen the break in Adam Sandler's character to go back to Billy Madison. No, but this is where I forgive him. So, despite the fact that I brought this topic up, mm-hmm. and we will finish on this topic and get it all done, mm-hmm. what <laughs> happened is, that is what Adam Sandler actually sounds like if someone was trying to strangle his throat. So, you think that's authentic? Yeah. So, that, I, so, 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 so I forgive him, so, but, but I couldn't help it drop me out just because of the history of how I know him. But and I associate with comedy. But you know him for that. You recognize yeah. that. Yeah. But did that keep you in or take you out I of the finished, tension within the so film? Differently to you, because okay. we've discussed this already. Yeah. But I finished Uncut Gems in a place where if my missus turned around to me and said, Should we try this Uncut Gem thing? I'd watch it again. Okay. okay. Happily. Because I okay. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But it's a good film. But, Sandler did a great job. But and so would I. Did. So would I. Because he did a good job, man. Because the film overall is not bad. Let him have his, Let him have it. But don't give me this bullshit that he deserves some fucking best I... actor fucking nomination or that Uncut Gems deserves some fucking recognition as like an amazing nah. film overall. I don't think Are you out bullshit. of your fucking mind? Uh, and, and for all the people that are f- throwing pushback I to the don't... fact that fuck off with that. I don't think he deserved to win. You thought in nominee? Get out of here. Yeah. Out of your fucking no, mind. he jumped in. He jumped in. I, it was he. It, because. How? But did he. For me, right? So now, because we're talking about it, yeah. I've, got, I've not had to question myself. You just watch it and you just think, right? Mm. So now I'm questioning myself. But I'm not questioning what I feel about it, but okay. the way I feel about it is coming up. So this is really interesting. That's why I'm enjoying doing it. But you saw a guy that you didn't think could go to that level, right. reach that level. Right. Because I see him reach that level, I find it very impressive. And because it's impressive, I feel like... Hold on, two seconds. No, no, you're good. I feel like he should get a nomination. But because... Hold on, two seconds. Yeah, that's fine. Because that impression was made on me, am I realistically comparing it to other people that have done just as good a job? But don't you have to? No, no, because the point is, what you're saying is, right... Let's imagine you've got uh, sprinters. I see what you're saying. Sprinters, I, I, yeah? I, yeah, I'm already there. These yeah. guys can do a 9.8. Yeah, three yeah, of them. Yeah, I'm this guy's there. always done a 10.2. Yeah, yeah, I got you. He did a 9.8 or suddenly. Yeah. He's the story. Although he's doing just as well as these guys. Yeah? He's suddenly gone from a 10.2 to a 9.8. So can I ask you So he's you on this? par with these guys. Doesn't make him any better, but so, you notice it because okay. he's changed. So let, so, so, so let me just ask this. Then. Maybe that's the truth. Maybe he shouldn't get a nomination. 
You've made me question myself. I don't think you, you should. Have made me, uh, go fuck yourself. I don't know. Seriously, I, because... Let's stop the podcast right now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with this shit anymore. Because I'm questioning how I think about things, and I don't want anything to do with it. But this is my point. Because if you look at... Because what would he have to be nominated for? Best Actor. Yeah. Right? Now, look at the motherfuckers that were actually in Best Actor this year. Yeah. Right? Who have we got? Let's get it out. Let's get Bring the actual up. list up. Let's get I'll the actual you, I'll list give, up. I'll give you the winner. Let's get the official list up. I'll give you the winner. Best. Fucking Joaquin Phoenix and Joker. Cleaned house in all the award shows. Right? So, you've got this guy that is doing a, a character... Ca- I mean... He's been in. He was in every fucking. He was in every single scene of that film. Yeah. He changed his body type. He changed his body composition. He changed how he maneuvers himself. I mean, what the fuck was his shoulder blade doing? Just keeps coming three up. fucking feet above his head. It just comes in that film. It just comes fucking Phoenix, fucking Phoenix. I'm trying to just just do Oscar nomination, uh, best actor category or some shit. But you're going to get Anthony Hopkins for Two Popes. You're going to get Joaquin Phoenix for um, Joker. You're going to get... Right, okay. So, you've got Joaquin Phoenix, Adam Driver, Antonio Banderas. Yeah, for some foreign film that I haven't even seen before. No, no. That was actually... Wasn't it filmed in London? But it's a foreign uh, film. Oh, Jonathan Price. Mate, you... Right, so I've watched Marriage Story. Have you? Yeah. Is it good? Hit right. Okay. Because I haven't seen it. Let's. I've got some shit to say about Marriage Story. Okay. You want to do it now? Yeah, hundred okay, percent. Okay. Go where you want. So, here's my opinion on Marriage Story. Go on. Adam Driver. You set it up for me because I don't know what it is. Right. So basically, you've got a creative couple, uh, actors and writers working within theatre and film. Okay. Who are in a relationship, and have a child. Okay. And they're putting on a play in New York. Okay. During getting divorced. Oh, okay. All right. And as they get divorced... What is one, this called? Marriage Story? Yeah, on okay. Netflix. One moves to LA. One, It's one of Netflix's big... Okay. I'm pretty sure it was Netflix or whatever it was. One moves to LA and one one stays in New York. And why they want to stay there, blah, 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 blah. they've got a child. They've got like... A, the boy's about seven or eight or something like that. Anyway. Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. So she moves to LA... And he stays in New York, but he travels back, and they're getting divorced. And okay. she brings in Laura Dern, who's like, oh, this I've is got what Laura Dern won I've uh, got supporting the, actress yeah, for. I've oh, got okay. the biggest balls lawyer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he's like, fuck, I'm being shafted. So he right. brings in Ray Liotta. Oh. I've got the fucking, let's go to a street fucking fight. Henry and I think Hill. they say that in the film. like Fucking Henry you know, Hill. Yeah, so we, nice. go, we go, right? Problem is, they go, they're all in. <laughs> No, no, no. Scarlett Johansson, Adam Driver, acting-wise, in terms of emotional... Oh, you're talking about acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go all in. Okay. They're like, this is how I am when I am personal and enraged. This is how I am with no makeup. This is how I am as a person. You got me. You got me. I am raw as fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. these are the things that pull on your heartstrings in a relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm ready to get down and go nasty, you piece of shit. Let's fucking Let's get at each other, right? yeah, yeah. Problem is, and this is me. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm gonna have to say it. The kid they're arguing over, 
that they want to keep is, it is a argument? massive <laughs> arsehole. Right? I'm like that. Why don't Why you, just you just say... give him away? <laughs> I'll start again. Yeah. You want him so bad, I'll start again. Yeah, this yeah, kid's yeah. a massive piece of shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got two children. <laughs> I don't want that one. I'll keep the ones I've got. Yeah, Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Get out of my face. You suck. Yeah. Hey, I made you this costume for Halloween. I'm, I'm going as this fucking thing and and hey mom i'm a lobster you look like a fucking pine tree yeah but you said you you said you'd kind of do this and it's kind of good and and he's like no go away kid yeah go away i hate your face (laughs) (laughs) and then it's like that so i really i really no i really enjoyed watching two actors that i really like really have a go okay sometimes you want to see that you're like do you know what? I know it's Netflix I know you didn't get 15 million for this right but go and get it fucking go yeah you probably got a mil yeah half a mil go two get mil it. but still go get it give it your shit give yeah. it all you got and yeah, they yeah. really went for it yeah. and that's why it got the credit it did that's why it got just because the they went so hard in the paint on it they really had a good go right 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 but the problem with the film was the kid I don't give a shit really leave my own I haven't seen it. I can't reference it Stick him in the airing cover with bread and water and go out for a date. I don't care. Honestly. I don't. Try that little prick yeah. and get See it See you later, with. mate. But um, no, the Oscar nominations, you're right. But outside of that, because I watched a bit of Two Popes. Have you? Yes. I haven't watched it at all yet. I want to watch it. Mm. I was a little bit drunk at the time and I fell asleep. But I will watch it. Can I be honest? I'm a little bit drunk right now and I fell asleep? No, that's what I did with Uncut Gems. I watched it in two parts. Did you really? Yeah, I fell asleep. I wasn't drunk. I just fell asleep because I was bored. You're so uncommitted to this. No, I'm totally committed yeah, to it. Nah, yeah. But if this motherfucker can't oh, yeah. blow a fucking I performance two, down... I bought two microphones and put well, them in my backpack. What the fuck you want from me? I'm like, I'm asking for something. You can't give me fucking Ari from Snatch and pretend like just putting Kevin Garnett in it is going to make it something that's going to appeal. Oh, what, this fucking big NBA player and he gives him his fucking ring he gives him his fucking ring and then all of a sudden it's something get the fuck out of here that I'm telling you the more I analyze this film the more I think it's bullshit that's what I'm saying you're going. I love the fact that you're going in on it I because, don't like it no because my, my thing it does on nothing it, for me I, the tension Rick the tension I, nothing I didn't feel any tension I'll get more. I'll get more tension. You watching were, an wait, episode. Hold on a minute, Listen, when when that bu- no, there's no way you can't be tense. When of you're course, in, I'm tense. When, no, but, but when I'm you're like, when oh, when you're in a film. When, no, no, no. When you're in a film that is playing a sport but and the sports count stand is happening, there's no way you can't be tense. There's but no way you're going. But what That's do we talk about? What do we talk about? What do we talk? That about? moment when he's in his shop yeah. and they're trapped in the glass yeah. bubble. Yeah. And and there's and the sports going. And all that. When you're when you're. That's the w- final scene of the fucking movie. The whole point about sport is to watch the time go out while you're trying to score. Of it course. makes you tense. I used to do it. I know what it means. Did but you? what I'm saying is, high jump on trampolines. Kinda. What was it? No basketball on well, trampolines. No, I was, what a, was it? I was a gymnast for the disabled <laughs> Olympics. <laughs> um, Daryl was in basketball. He's five and seven. But. That's what what saying. I'm saying is, when you bring me to from from Adam Sandler to Billy Madison and expecting to go back to Adam Sandler into no, this fucking no, the point chaos, is to realize fuck that the point ultimately it didn't tense me up. The point ultimately is to realize that Adam Sandler 
When he's on a... I love Adam right? Sandler. When he's a... When yeah, he does that... Don't that do is that anymore. Actually, it's a terrible impression. It's a terrible impression. What, hey, what impression do you want? Uh, whatever uh, no. you want. But he... Um, <laughs> when he, It's not the trip. <laughs> we could do some Batman Michael Caine impression. <laughs> Batman Michael Caine impression. My favourite Batman Michael Caine impression. Do you want it? Go on. Give it to me. When he says... Um, so in the first one, Batman Begins. Yeah. And they burn his house down. The you know. I was born. No, no, that's the third one. <laughs> Ra's al Ghul. That he's he's minions. Yeah. Liam Neeson burns his house down, and he's got a massive beam on top of him, and it's on fire. And Alfred comes in, Master Wayne, like that. <laughs> Master Wayne. And he comes in. He's pulling it off. He's trying to pull it off. He's going. Argh! And then, and then Christian Bale goes. Argh! And then Michael Caine goes. What is the point of all those bloody push-ups if you can't even lift a bloody log? <laughs> and then he goes, he looks at him and goes, he's like, no, actually, you're right, Alfred. Yeah. Was it, uh, <laughs> you lift this thing off of me. Batman 2, the Dark Knight. Batman 2. The Dark, the dark Knight, one of the best. I mean, one we, of the best. I mean, we'll do Batman yeah. on a separate, I think, on a separate episode, but... One line. I'll give you one line. You're you're definitely... I have to give you this one line right now because I'm thinking about Go it. I'm on. thinking about it. Like, so we won't think about it another day. But when he goes... He's like, Alfred. <laughs> the bandit in the forest. How'd you catch him? Well, he burnt the forest down. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. Oh, that's Michael Caine. Burn the forest down. Wait, but wait, but the first step, <laughs> and then we blow the doors off. <laughs> we blow the doors off the forest, and we have a cut of Moretti's in a rug. I don't even sound like I can't sound like a retard now. Oh my god! But, uh, oh my god! That's so funny. So stupid. So yeah. um, uncut gems. Ultimately, the terrible. point. The point of what we're saying. It's ultimately. It's if, a shit if, you, film. if you can get past Adam Sandler sounding like he does in his comedies, yes, yes, then you yes. can get past the film to enjoy I the think film. That's, I think that's 100% right. You I think if you can it. ignore that, which, to be fair, a lot of people will be able to because Billy Madison's 1990, what, fucking seven or something like that? Fuck. It's something like Is that. Is it really? It's got to be. Are we going to end this on a game? Yeah, we're going to end us. We're going to end it on a game. Um, so Rick obviously likes Uncut Gems I thought it was alright but there was a lot of problems for me I didn't find it as tense as it was supposed to be or it was claimed to be but there were some really really fucking good parts there I think and it was still a really really good uh, good film so um, yeah I think what we're going to do is we're going to probably this is listen motherfuckers this is how we're going to flow with this show yeah so you're going to like it Either you're going to like it or you're not. And if you don't, then get the fuck out now because we're going to keep coming with it. But um, we're going to be right back and we're going to do a little uh, tribute to James Lipton. Yeah. So like I said, we'll fucking um, we'll finish with a little... Uh, we'll, I think we're going to finish with a little game and then maybe a little quiz. And we'll, so you, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Do you want some background on the game yeah I think I, th- I think we definitely have to do that I think so we have to explain what it is so let's, uh, let's just say uh, this is a game that between a friend and me 
is this is uh, Ricky's creation, by the yeah, way. Yeah, some some well something that myself and my friend uh, Matt, a, a good friend of mine, uh, came up with on a train one time because everyone loves to talk crap about movies, but sometimes you don't quite know when they were made. That's right. So the point of the game is a uh, a year guessing game based on points. So if you're out by a certain number of years then you're minus points, and that is the game. Ultimately, you'll pick it up as we play. So, so it's good fun. It's good fun. So, so let me break it down real quick. Okay, so the way this game goes is that you and your friend or group of friends yeah, pick. Yeah, it's good in a group because you can do it in. You can do it in one. Uh, you can't do it by yourself because that's fucking retarded. I played with but five people the other day. It was fantastic. You can play with one other person, or you can play with innumerable other people so you can play with five people ten people however you want to do but the point of the game is every participant picks three movies and they recognize uh, uh, what they do is they they, they, okay so they pick three movies and their release dates okay and then you keep those private and then the game is that the person whose turn it is has to guess when the movies were released on the year, and we'll show you what we're talking about. And the point system is however many movie, however many years you were out, either before or after the movie was released, was a plus number or a minus number. But the goal of the the goal yeah. of the game is to be as close to zero. As possible. Yeah, that's it. You right? want zeros. You want zeros. You that's want it. zeros every single time. So you want to get as close to the year it was done as possible and listen to how we do it and you'll so pick it up. So we're going to do it. It always sounds, this game, right? This is the thing about the game. It sounds horrendous. It sounds like, oh, who gives a shit, right? But when you start awesome. playing it, by the time you get to you're like, let's play again. Let's play right. again. So let's do it. Right. So, okay. So, so Rick and I, let's go. Let's Rick, go. Rick and I have both picked three movies, and we don't know what those movies are. I've gone easy. Are. I've gone easy on you. I've gone, I've easy. gone real easy on Rick as well because he's a <laughs> fucking retard. Daryl, uh, he right. doesn't know anything about Ken, films. Right. So Daryl and I have been playing this for about two years, and he's never beat me. So if That's he beats, not true. if he. That is true. That's not it, true. It is true. I'm, if I'm if he up. if he beats me today on the first one of these, then well done for you. Well done for you. Right, I've okay. won every single You're one of these. Piece of shit, so I've won every single one of these, and Rick is the dumbest fucking person in terms of movie trivia that I've ever met. I had to I've think actually, about. I've actually come yeah. closer to losing to a brick That's fucking it. wall. <laughs> I had to. I had to think about films your mum wasn't in, and then. And then I realized I was thinking about the wrong kind of films. He, so, he, he uh, was picking Showgirls <laughs> and the Playboy like, oh, series. Oh, shit, no. We're, we're talking about normal films, not just But I was thinking about films. his mom, and I was um, like, okay, all right. Well, we can't have Mask in there. That's fucking bang out of order. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, you mean your mom wasn't the Elephant Man? <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Okay. Stop it. All right. Right, all right. Let's not get personal. Right. Let's play the game. Daryl, you go he's first. He's a go. massive cunt, but don't you go worry. Go first. About it. Write down your answers. Go first. All right. So I've got my movies and I've go, got my. Go. First years. movie. Just give me your first movie. Go. Demolition Man. You massive prick. Uh, I'll go 95. Okay. So it was 1993. <clears throat> minus two. So he is. Two years out. Minus two. And minus two. Right, you ready for my one? Go on. I've gone really deep on this one. Go on. 
Pipe in fair. Schindler's lift. <laughs> Schindler's lift? Do you not know Schindler makes lifts? Have you not seen that? There is a company called Schindler's Lifts. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. Schindler's Lifts. Schindler Lifts. No. Really? Yeah. Schindler's Lists. <laughs> now I've said lists. Schindler's List. And Rick also has a, uh, a speech impediment as yeah. well. Yeah, I, um, I do. I'm from Essex, so we all do. <laughs> so Schindler's List. Uh, yeah, Schindler's List. 1994. One out, you dick. So you're beating me by one, because so he's only minus one. Minus one for massive dick. You th- Not literally. But you said you said 95 for Demolition Man. Yeah. So that would be plus two, right? No, but it doesn't matter. But it's just two, right? Anything out, out above number. or right. below right. is it's still minus. Number, right? Zero minus is number. perfect. Right, fine. Yeah. Okay. So you're minus one, yeah? And you're minus two. Okay. Okay. What's the next one? Uh, the next one is the man and the iron mask. Oh! See, I've got a trend when I do I'm these things with go. you. I always do like some no, sort no, of no. a. Uh, uh, thing. Uh, uh, Gabriel Byrne, Jeremy Irons, Leonardo DiCaprio, John Malkovich. Ninety nine. Banger. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah. One out. It was ninety eight. Fucking mother piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> What's your second one? Yeah, no, I was totally thinking 98. You know, I was totally thinking that. Uh, time Cop. There's no way you were getting away with not having Van Damme. There's Time Cop. Mate, we have to do a we have to do an entire we're series doing on a the Van Damme profitability series. of Van Damme movies. The, right. Okay. So Darren and I have discussed this before. If you actually look at Van Damme movies based on profitability, he's probably better than most of the mainstream Hollywood actors you 100%. know today. So, uh, hence why he has a penthouse. Anyway. Time Cop. Um, uh, 1997. Minus three, 94. <gasps> Fuck. Okay, last one. Hollow Man. Kevin Bacon. Yep. You fucking get this. Two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. Fucking bang on the money. Oh shit! Did it really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh oh oh. <laughs> oh oh hyphen O. So you you finished on a minus three. Minus three. That is That's fantastic. That's really good. Fantastic. So if you bang a number of a of the date, bang on the money. Yeah, it's like That's, getting a. That's bullseye. That's fucking bullseye. It's like getting a birdie. Yeah, that's it's a on par. Uh, no, uh, sorry, it's not getting a birdie. It's on par. On it's, par. Yeah, it's par. It's par. Yeah. You can't get below par or eagles in this. If so you get, I use golf if, terminology. If you get that, threes, it doesn't work. If you get three zeros in this game, it's like going 18 for 18 Generally, on a fucking uh, golf, uh, on yeah. a golf course. We're playing three now, but playing for five is a good way and you can play with yeah. all your mates you just x out the person that is having their go yeah and then you go around the table it's 100%. really good go on Dal. give me your last one 101 dalmatians the original cartoon wait the original the cartoon the disney cartoon pongo Holy and fuck. purdy corella deville 101 Jesus dalmatians Christ. the animated original <laughs> right by the way guys fuck. Secret tip to the film, Disney films kill people. So, yeah. Um, this I'm is why. Say, I'm, this is going to kill me. 
I lose off of this. This is going to be 1967. Six out. 1961. Fuck. I got murdered on that. What am I out? Ten. Ten, and you're three. So Rick wins by seven points on the <laughs> overall, and that's why we'll never do another podcast with Rick. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the game, right? So, so that's something that it's a bar game. It's a fucking fun game. It's a fun game to play wherever, and we're going to probably do it on every episode just because there's so many fucking movies to play with. Um, but the last thing that I wanted to, to end on was something that was a bit more close to the industry. Yeah. Um, oh, for it. There's, 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 a, there's been a guy. We're, we're huge film fans, right? And there's been a guy that's been a steadfast in the industry for many, many, many years. And he used to host inside of the actor inside the actor studio and if you don't know what that show is i suggest you try to youtube it and and just check it out but james lipton was a director at the um nyu at the new york university and specifically ran the actor studio who have you know previously had actors like um acting teachers like stella adler um they've literally interviewed everybody um, that you can think of in terms of like leading actors or actresses. Um, there's a famous clip online where Bradley Cooper is asking Robert De Niro about his methodology in, in terms of acting. But the reason that I wanted to bring this up and the reason why I wanted to do this was Over because, 25 years, by the way. Yeah. Like, studio, like, over 25 years. Yeah I, th- yeah, I think it was like 27 years or something like that. I mean, it's been around yeah. forever. And it was a staple for acting students and, and actors to, you know, um, what do you want to say, propagate their their skills and, and, their, and their knowledge and, and everything like that. But one of the great things about this show was how James Lipton ended every interview. And James Lipton recently passed away. I think he was 90 years old. Um, but he recently passed away last week, and he used to conduct – a questionnaire, which was the PIVO questionnaire, which was based on a Marcel Proust questionnaire, who was a novelist in the 17, 1800s. 93. Just checked it, 93. 93 what? Yeah, 93 years old. He was 93 Sorry, when Sorry, carry on with yeah, son, just saying 93, 93 really long um, haul, really good chap. And I did this, and I want to do this with all of the interviews that I do, but I also... You know, I wanted to do it with Rick on the on the first podcast, and if we bring guests on to this show and you guys like it, then we'll ask guests these uh, question uh, and questionnaires as well. So um, I just wanted to put it to Rick because it's a fucking brilliant personality test, and it's just a fun way to end the show. And uh, there's there's ten questions generally in the survey in the questionnaire, but I've added another one, so there's going to be eleven. And uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw it over to him. So, are we? I'm not prepared for Big this. Big swig of the beer. I'm not prepared so, for this. This is gonna go ready? horribly wrong. You okay. better not do the. All right. Okay. So the point of this is to just answer the questions without thinking about them, okay, rather so I'm than not really sure about the questions. Let's go. Let's go. Rather than thinking about them. So here we go. Question one. 
What's your favorite word? <laughs> Don't think about it. All right, sorry. Go and say it again. Let's go. What is your favorite word? Exceptional. That is my favorite word to say. I love because I never get to say that word. So exceptional is my favorite word. What's your least favorite word? No. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or intellectually? Or emotionally? No, no, no. Intense. Intense. Yeah, intensity. Like you know, you know when something just oh, your heart's just going. Intensity. Something, something that makes your heart just go. Shit just changed. It got real. That's why you want to fuck me every day. No, like all of a sudden, like I'm married now, right? I'm married now, so you know the the honeymoon period is over. So intensity turns you on. Yeah, because like the honeymoon period is over. All of a sudden, she walks in the room one day. And she's wearing her little, like, um, her Sketcher trainers and her little Nike pants. And I'm like, well, she's got go. hot in this room. It's time to go. There's intensity in that. I like it. I like it. What turns you off? Negativity. I don't like negativity. Love it. Don't smile. What's your favorite word? <laughs> He knows what my favorite word is. I can't say it. Can I say it? Of course. Cunt. Come. No. Or cunt. You know what it is, cunt. That cunt? is my favorite word cunt. of all time, yeah. Cunt is your you favorite just, word. Do you know why I like that word? Go on. Because people that are grown-ups don't get offended by it. But Correct. people that aren't do. Yes. So you just shut about 75% of the population down I also, by saying that word. I also love it because of its, um, yeah. its uh, variability. Yeah. It makes you sound like... You're not intellectually there if you say that, but the point is you shut people down with that word. Yeah. You go like that. Listen, but it's we're, also, we're going somewhere else. But it's also a term of endearment as well. Yeah. It's the only word I feel like is, is properly a true term of endearment and a term of insult in equal measures. You can use it in about four... Th- so this is the thing. Like In, in the States, they don't understand. In That's right. What, it's got one meaning. That's right. I'm going all in. That's right. right? It's Whereas the over worst here, word it's like, you can it's say. It's like, Daryl. You massive cunt. Fucking cunt, yeah. Come here. It means I love you. Yes, and right. Goes, that guy's being a bit of a cunt, isn't he? Yeah. He's not being very nice. That's right. Like, right, you're a cunt. Yes, right. Serious Stop business. It now. Right? That's so right. So it goes... Uh, but, it has uh, multiple usages. Yeah. Yeah. My, my favourite my favorite word is consquadalliant, which actually means the use of big words when there's no need for big words, and it's a really big word. So that's which your favourite word. No, cunt's my favourite word. <laughs> but I do, I do enjoy that word. I do enjoy it. <laughs> What is your um, what's your favorite curse word? <laughs> I think we've covered it already. <laughs> no, yes, that's, that's, that's actually different. Is it? Yeah. So your favorite word and your favorite curse word are different. Yeah. Okay. What's your twat. favorite curse word? Twat. 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 I love twat. Not twat. Not twat. Twat's not a word. What's a twat? Yeah. You're a twat if you what's use um, twat. Instead yeah. of twat. that is my favorite curse word. Yeah, because it's just you know when you get it, it comes off your lips so nicely because it's got a t t t and it ends in a t t t and you're in. Because I'm from Essex, we don't use the t t t at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you use two in one word, and you're putting someone out, mate, you're all in. What sound or noise do you love? My my. 
Wow. My, no, no. Wow. My son, my son makes me up in the morning sometimes. He walks into it. So, so we've gone from a cot to a bed. So now he can just get up and do whatever the fuck okay. he wants, right? So he get, he taps me on the shoulder and he goes, eh. Right? It doesn't sound like a nice sound, does it? Eh. Right? Because he's got a bib in his mouth. What he's saying is, Daddy. But he's got a bib in his mouth. He puts his, like. But he just mumbles it because he's got the cloth in his mouth. Eh. But when I wake up like that, I'm never angry. That's really if cool. If you can wake up and not be angry. That's really cool. It's not so good. But even though it's much cuter in the way I'm doing it because I'm pissed in a pub. That's really cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's nice. That's you really wake up. Cool. It's the first thing you see, this little goober with blonde hair yeah, and a bib stop in being a massive Beautiful. fucking bellend. Um, what is your sound or noise that you hate? What's your least favorite sound or noise? Negativity. That's not right. a sound. No, I, I know it's not a sound, but I I work in an office, yeah. and I sit around people being negative. So that sound of negativity. The sound thing, because you can hear people moaning about us. So I moan about what's going on all the time, right? But sure. I moan about what's going on in a point of because we can do this. Some people moan about what's going on. In a point on. of progression. Exactly. Like, why are we doing this? Because we can do that. Why are we doing this? Because we can do that. That's me. Right? Yeah. Other people moan and go, this is a pile of shit. Oh, why'd they do this to us? I don't like this. Um, what are you going to do about it, mate? Yeah. Whereas I sit there and go, why is, the, why is this going like this? Because... We can we can put a video in with this and put some content together and blah 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 in terms of my job. So you don't like negativity. I just the, the sound, sound of you negativity. can hear it. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 brick wall negativity. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Brick wall negativity. You know what that sound I is. I do. As well. you I know, fucking know it all everyone too well. Knows what I know sound. it all too well. What profession, other than your own, would you love to do? I would love to be some kind of environmental biographer. So to go around the world and film people in their environments working with the environment. And I know it sounds corny. I know it sounds corny. No, I love that. But to go around to... Documenting environmental activism. The Western world lives in a bubble, right? The Western world lives in a bubble where we either hire in or ship out to the parts of the world which we don't have to worry about, right? 100%. And I would love to be a documentor of the people that live in places like uh, Indonesia where we send our recycling and stuff like that, you know, and be like, what's it like living for you? You know when you lived here 50 years ago? You know when ago? you get 50 yeah. kilos of fucking 50, plastic 50, dumped on yeah, your ass? 50 years ago, madam, when that beach was full of pearls and it was glistening off of the blue and seas. And now it's full of Evian yeah, bottles. And, yeah, now you've got Evian bottles, Coke cans and Dorito that's packets right, that's that's right. floating up into your... What's you know, that feel like? You're stuffing your pillow with them just How's for a cushion. How's that yeah. yeah, 100%. I, I would, because uh, there's a few good documentaries you can watch, Chasing Coral and things yeah. like that. Which are uh, they give you some real numbers, and that's a great that's a great point actually. I think we need to do an episode on uh, documentaries as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure, not, not a bad point. For sure, yeah. but yeah, I think I think to actually be able to travel the world to see what people are through, uh, 
video documentary. Love that. Love yeah. that. Okay. I, I so, would really enjoy that, and I would feel like I was making a difference in what I was doing. So, last couple questions. Okay. Okay. Hit me. I thought I'd done. No, we got 10 and 11 to do, because I added <laughs> one. Number 10. If heaven exists, what would you like God to say when you reach the pearly gates? So, you know my situation, my, my stance on this, but I would hope he would say, don't worry about it, we're good. Love that. Don't worry about it, we're good. We're good. Because if he really is God... Here we go. He knows I ain't a bad guy. 100%. I do my charity a bit. I look after my kids. I'm nice to people. I want the world to be a good place, and yeah. I try my best. Fucking A. So if he really was a god, he wouldn't care about the fact I didn't believe him in and think he was a piece of shit. Fucking He'd go, a. you know what? I really am god, so don't worry about it. You're in. Love it. Last question, and then we're done. Yeah. If you won 10 million quid today, yeah. what would be the first thing you purchased? So when we were... I, I was thinking about... Yeah, so, uh, if, if, if I won 10 million, I'd like to think that I would just pay off my mortgage. Mm. Right? Yeah. And just go, do you know what? That stress that I have. Of I mortgage, don't have anymore. Damn. Legend. Fist pump. Well done. Yeah. What a legend. But uh, you know what a mortgage stress is. So I do. I would just think, just get rid of it. I don't even care if I want to buy that house or not because I won the lottery, but I would just pay it off just anyway. Get rid just, of the nonsense. just to be like, I can pay off a mortgage. Yeah. It would just be the do thing. Do what I want. But I think before I did anything, I'm one of those kind of karma guys. I don't feel like I could spend money on myself until I did something. I think I would just ask someone, who do you know that's really struggling at the moment? And I would, I would, not trying to make myself sound like a legend, but I feel like this would actually happen. I'd just pay off their <laughs> rent and car Take or care something. Of yeah, I think before I got into spending my money to enjoy it, and it's very selfish, isn't it? To, I feel like I can enjoy it now because I did something good. Yeah. Right? But I would, I would take a person and be like, oh, this is a single mum with three kids who's struggling. She's in a rented accommodation. I'd just be like, like, do you know what? I bought you a house and I bought you a car. What's the first thing you would do with it? No, no, I think I'd do that. What, look after somebody else? Yeah, yeah I think I'd do it. You find somebody that deserved it, sorted them out. I wouldn't tell do, Mrs. And then do the rest. I definitely wouldn't tell Mrs. and family. Wouldn't what, happen. that you won the money? No, nope, wouldn't tell them. At all? No. Nope. Ever? No. Nope. Really? Not, not until it was all in that I had to. Right. But I think I would sort someone out. That's interesting. I think I would sort someone out and just be like, all right, listen, what do you need? What, 250, 300K? There you go. You've got a house. It's a really interesting point, right? Yeah. Like, uh, if and you then, were, were to be the recipient of that yeah. kind of money... To yeah. not say anything and just to sort people out when they needed yeah. it. I think that's a really benevolent thing. But it's thing. selfish because Is I'd, it? I'd, yeah, because I'd do a good deed, a big, a big good I'd just pick one person at random and be like, right, who's the single mum with no money that's really struggling and needs some help or something like that? Right, I bought your house, your car, and uh, by the way, there's 50k for you towards your kids' uni, right? So you're good. Yeah, you've got to get a job. You've still got to work. You've still got to work, okay. yeah. You've, you've been given a great start, right? Yeah. And I would just leave from there, and then I'd feel comfortable moving on. But I, I'm not one of them guys that's not that. I, I just need to feel comfortable first. 
I need the universe to work so because I've seen karma. So you'd want to give back in terms of in karma. sorting karma out and Ka- then karma sorts itself make out. itself it right and then go forward. The universe, when it talks about yin and so yang, so let me ask you a question. Then. So if you won ten million, yeah, and you sorted that family out, you picked the family, you know that family, yeah. you wanted to sort them out. Yeah, they got three kids. You pay for the kids' uni, great. Yeah. that's one hundred and fifty k, whatever the fuck. I know, I know the answer grand, to this now. Right? I'm going, yeah. What's the first thing you buy? Me, Mrs. and the kids are going to Hobbiton in New Zealand. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. And then we get to the right fucking yeah. answer, folks. Yeah. No, 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 but. I, I genuinely No, I love it. I love it. I, I love it. it. I love it. I love because it. Because I just feel like a piece of shit. No, I, I get, I'm not I that way inclined. Wealth wealth is spread. But it doesn't mean you ain't gonna keep fifty percent of the You know yourself. the first thing I'd buy if I won ten million? A massive dog hotel. <laughs> a massive dog hotel with dogs shitting on every floor, <laughs> right? On your pillow. <laughs> shit all over me, baby. Yeah. Nah, I'd buy a house that I could fit a pool table in. And a games room. Himself, it's just you can fit a pool table in my house. Yeah, I can't in mine. No, so, I know, but I've yeah. got a shitty conservatory. That's yeah. why it's like plastic roof, like perspex, like horrible. But yes, I would, I would do something nice so that I felt okay with doing to something. doing the rest. And I just know that would happen because if I did something good about doing something nice, I feel bad. Once I do something nice, fair game. I'm all in. Don't give a fuck about it. Yeah, anyway. yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. in. Yeah, but I would, I would do something. What's the first thing you'd buy for yourself? A pint. Come on, man. Mate. Is there um, any better way to end than that? I yeah. mean, come the fuck on, yeah. right? I got I got good people around me. I got good people fucking incorporating <laughs> their own voice into this. And, uh, I mean, I just got to be honest. If you guys don't, if you can't get involved with this conversation, <laughs> then get the fuck out of here, man. I mean, there. we're we're we we're it. doing the thing. I mean, this is this is what movie conversation yeah. should be about. This is what entertainment conversation should be about. So, the thing that w- with our show here is we don't have a name for it yet. We're thinking about um, what is it called? Beers. Fucking beers and box office bullshit. We're talking about. Uh, yeah, I, I really like that, there, and I think that just covers what we're doing. And yeah. at the end of the day, we want to do one of these a month. But if you guys like it, let us know, and um, you know we'll look to do more. We'll look to do more, and we'll look to parse this out into its own stream, and you know all the rest of it. But I think this is a banger, and I, I just, I, I fucking, I can't, I can't say thanks to Rick enough because. He's going to be my partner. This has been great. I've really enjoyed it. He's going to be my partner in this thing, and I wouldn't choose anybody else to do it with um, other than him. So I hope you guys like it, and let us know what you think. Let us know if you want us to cover any movies or any conversations, because you can see we can go across decades with this shit, so (laughs) there's nothing off topic, and we're definitely not going to be the fucking Harry Potter, Star Wars, and Game of Thrones cunts that every other Uh. movie fucking show out there is doing. We're not pop culture. We're talking about films, and we're going to give you the spectrum on films, so... um, let us know what you think and it's been an absolute pleasure and Rick thanks a lot thank you it's been oh mate it's been fantastic I really enjoyed it we're gonna try to do one of these a month and if it gains some momentum then maybe we'll pick it up a little bit but we're gonna do one next month so stay tuned and uh, yeah love you that's it so we're signing off and uh, thanks for listening 
until next time, guys, all the best. <laughs>